What's and up, welcome back oh. to episode number. Yeah, she's not even prepared to. Twenty-eight. Yeah, it's episode number twenty-eight, Gabriella. Of uh, the mentally gone daily episodes. My name is Gabriella Lopes, and I'm Callie Lacerda. And, and today to, is, on today's episode, today is Tuesday, <laughs> April fourth. Um, and I feel like my dog is about to bark. Well, let's just see. Because maybe he'll be a good boy for once. Just a good boy. He's <laughs> a little guy. Anybody uh, else have a husky out there and just contemplate, you know, throwing them out? What? Like in the garbage. What? <laughs> First of all, anyone out there have a boyfriend who owns a husky is what she should have asked and not has a husky because it's not her freaking husky it's my husky um it's also my husky it's my child from it's what i remember i take care of him very well i feel like a lot of people wonder if we have kids and the answer is yes and no because <laughs> shadow is my kid he's a uh almost four year old husky he's four he's four right he turned four <laughs> see so i know the age of my child he's three no <laughs> He's four. He uh, turned four this past February. It's the coronavirus. And not to mention that um, before I came in the picture, they were celebrating his birthday on the wrong day. But yeah. thanks to my um, skills of, you know, uh, going back to his papers and stuff, I found out his real birthday and thanks and, to my and honored his real birthday by driving a whole hour to go get him a... Uh, a dog eatable cupcake it's edible edible <laughs> yeah. well it's not an edible guys relax it's an it's an yeah, ever since she came <laughs> into my life my dog has been addicted to edibles <laughs> so thank you for that Alrighty. um today's episode we're gonna kick start this episode with an absolutely insane headline what is it are you ready for it yeah the Roman Catholic Church partners with Balenciaga for, no. quote, spiritual line. The Catholic Church is partnering with Balenciaga, the famous fashion house, to create a new menswear line that mixes modern fashion with traditional Catholic vibes. The collection, inspired by the viral AI-generated pictures of the Pope Francis, includes a floor-length puffer robe and an oversized bright red puffer jacket robe hybrid. The partnership aims to attract Gen Zers who are less interested in religion. Oh my gosh. I mean, why with Balenciaga though? No, this thing to me was the most like uh, simulation, like we are in a simulation confirmation bias thing that I've ever read, like that I've read in a while. Because yeah. if you talk about like being out of touch with reality, like Balenciaga was just under fire for basically using kids exploiting. in their ads, exploiting them and insinuating like sexual abuse towards children. And then you have the Catholic Church who is now partnering with Balenciaga, dude. Like what the actual fuck? I will say the concept of of like teaming up with a brand to produce clothing based on the AI images to bring in Gen Z or maybe to um you know look into the relig like catholic religion more is interesting yeah. but the choice of who they chose to collaborate with is just completely like insane 
and probably intentional because I don't think that it's a coincidence. Um, out of all the fashion brands out there that they could have chosen to accept a collaboration with, they chose Balenciaga for a reason. Yeah, that's a uh, that's crazy. Oh man. Um, at least they share like core values though, which is exploiting <laughs> kids and probably uh, you know consuming uh, adrenochrome and um, all that good stuff. And 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 also, I take back what I said because a puffer jacket that's like tied to the Roman Catholic Church isn't going to bring in Gen Zers um, into the Catholic Church, and yeah. and you know like it'll just get them to to buy. Um, these pieces and then you know the church would probably profit off of it mm -hmm. uh, so yeah no I, I take that back it's absurd first of all to me um, I've I've expressed this opinion in the past and it may be controversial for some but I don't believe and I can't subscribe to organized religion or institutionalized belief um, because to me, like it just all boils down to exactly what we just witnessed. It's all very formulaic. It's all very meticulously thought out. It's all kind of like for profit. And that's why to me, it's always been just like sketchy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many of you guys know this, but even the image of Jesus Christ himself, that a bunch of people worship at church every Sunday and, and every week, and that a lot of people have tattooed on their bodies and a lot of people pray to every single day that image of the white jesus with the blue eyes is literally this dude from italy from back in the day um i think it's cesare borgia mm. i think that i think that's his name but it, but it was one of the richest italian rulers of of the renaissance area uh era <laughs> area, area mm -hmm. um who was also by the way a secret gay lover of Leonardo da Vinci, hmm. who, along with the uh, relative, I would have to like pull it up, but I'm not going to like go into detail on this podcast about this because we plan on recording our video podcast soon. And I'm kind of like going to just just do my um, just do my research, my thorough research, and then I'm going to better explain everything on the video podcast. But if you look into that shit, dude. It just makes you think it's like all these people, hundreds of mil billions of people worldwide worship this one image of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And literally what they're doing is they're worshiping this 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 horrible human being who was a tyrant mm. who lived not not so long ago and whose image was per like was permeated through society because his relative eventually became a pope. And then that Pope decided to make his nephew, I think it's like a nephew relationship, his nephew, the image of Jesus Christ for the Western world. That's insane. And then hired Leonardo da Vinci to help make that kind of like propaganda marketing happen. Hmm. So it's literally, and not to mention that it's whitewashing Jesus Christ. Because if Jesus Christ actually existed. Yeah, he wouldn't be white. He would be black. Mm -hmm. Like literally, like... Middle Eastern, and I know I know that that's not a skin tone, but he would have like that that like brown skin tone at least, like like a dark brown, yeah, maybe black, right. And meanwhile, he's this like Italian, white, blue eyed figure. Does he have blue eyes? I never realized that the yeah. pictures of him have blue eyes. Baby blue eyes. Interesting. 
I don't know why I thought he just had brown brown eyes. Nah, he got blue blue. Interesting. Got those blue hitters. So wait, can I just read this real quick? Yeah. Between 1502 and 1503, Cesare Borgia hired Leonardo da Vinci to be an architect and engineer, in which him and Leonardo da Vinci also became intimate lovers in a homosexual rela- in a in a homosexual relationship. They were uh, uh, papa, expressing his love for Cesare. Leonardo painted many pictures of him. Mm. Cesare's father, Rodrigo Borgia, who later became Pope Alexander VI under the authority of the Catholic Church elite, had his son's picture put up as Jesus Christ in the Western world and ordered any pictures of black Jesus to be destroyed. Cesare had sex with his own sister, Lucrezia, and he killed his brother Giovanni in 1497. And this is the man whom the Catholic Church gave their consent to allowing his picture to be put up and portrayed as Jesus Christ worldwide. That's interesting. And the Last Supper painting Mm -hmm. was by Leonardo, right? Leonardo. Mm. And it's the image of Cesare Borgia. Interesting. Cesare Borgia is the Jesus Christ that every religious person, every Christian, every Catholic worships. Yeah, and and it's interesting because all of the images of him, just like the paintings and stuff, Leonardo's paintings, Mm -hmm. are all linked back to that era. Right. Interesting. Like, even Michelangelo's work, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, But how does that make sense? What? Well, I guess he never painted his face like that because I know that he's done like sculptures. Yeah, but it's because of the descriptions in the Bible of Jesus. And even in those descriptions, apparently Jesus had like bad hair, just like black people have bad hair. Yeah. You know, Um, and it basically describes him as being black, essentially. Mm. Not black, but just dark skinned, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not not this white dude with freaking <laughs> blue eyes and like perfect skin and freaking curly hair and shit. Yeah, that's I know I never understood that either. It's just interesting how much of the world is fake. Mm-hmm. It's all freaking fake, dude. Everything's fake. Mm-hmm. Um wait, I had something. You finished with that one? Yeah. Sorry, guys, we're going to keep asking each other stuff like that. But speaking of Europe, since we were talking about a (laughs) Renaissance artist who just happens to be from Europe, um, lakes and reservoirs are are drying up across Europe. Mm. Um, France's Lake Montbel, Montbel, Montbel. I don't know how they would say that, has dried up to less than 28% of its usual capacity due to the driest winter in over six decades. Damn, Um, For anyone who can't convert that, that's 60 years. (laughs) While Italy is experiencing its worst drought in over 70 years, the situation is the same across Europe, with Spain's reservoirs depleted and Switzerland needing long-lasting rain events. Uh, mm. Scientists say that droughts and heat waves are likely to become more frequent and severe as climate change intensifies. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I, I just thought that one would be interesting to share um, just because I wanted to point out that, that this winter and 
Uh, well, we're just now in spring here, but we haven't seen that much rain. Yeah, we haven't. And we've seen like very, very little snow. Yeah, we had like two snow days and I wouldn't even count them because the snow didn't even stick. Which to me is is a horrifying idea because as a kid, I always loved the idea of like living in America and stuff because of the snow and because of like yeah. Christmas and Home Alone movies. As you grow older and you realize that the world is kind of shit. Yeah, like, the world's like the world falling sucks. apart, yeah. crumbling. You like realize that, uh, I guess. And I've been like really meditating on that idea. Like, have we like have the best times kind of like escaped us? Mm. Like, are we past the best times of our lives in terms of like uh, uh, in terms of a civilization as a whole? Because because yeah. I feel like every day just inches towards like worse and worse case scenarios you know like a worse future uh ai controlled robot technology mm. uh global warming like everything is kind of like heading towards doomsday yeah ev everything's getting worse it feels yeah. like for me too like i remember life was so simple right not As to it, mention like inflation and all this other yeah, stuff yeah the economy banks Car are collapsing it's like what the fuck is going on it's crazy yeah um but but yeah i just thought it was interesting because th this past year like not even this past winter and stuff but even in the summer and fall there was barely any rain at all and it doesn't seem like it's going to be raining much these next few months mm -hmm. um and the weather the whole like the whole entirety of winter it was like one day was warmer and one day was cooler and and i just didn't know that whoa what's that i just didn't know that <laughs> i just didn't <laughs> it's okay so we got our little <laughs> little, little guy. rascal guys yeah. telling you throw them in the trash whoa. i'm kidding <laughs> uh, but but yeah i just i just thought that one that article would be interesting to share because um it's like a little awakening you know yeah. mm -hmm. uh not that anybody should get their day ruined, like having to think about these things, but uh, it's it's crazy. Speaking it's of awakening, Kid Rock's reaction to Bud Light's trans partnership goes viral on Twitter. Really? I don't know if you saw. No. But you know who Kid Rock is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's the exact reaction that I pictured in my head yesterday when we were discussing it and talking about the target audience of Bud Light. Kid Rock literally encapsulates it perfectly. And it shows him addressing the camera and saying, fuck Bud Light and fuck <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, which is the uh, owner of the brand. And he just loads up his assault rifle and shoots down a bunch of um, Bud Light cans. cans. Yeah, that's a good uh, commercial right there. Right, it's a good yeah. And then and then uh, trans advocates are saying that it's great uh, marketing for Bud Light and it just helps boost the. But what they have to understand is that people aren't going to want to drink that shit, dude. That yeah, just like you were saying, it's too polarizing. Um, yeah. be so, because because of the. Cons current consumers of Bud Light. Yeah. So it says Kid Rock's violent response to Bud Light's partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney has gone viral. In a video, the rapper shot up cases of Bud Light with an assault rifle saying, fuck Bud, Bud Light and fuck Anheuser 
Anheuser-Busch, I think is how you pronounce it, referring to the company that owns the brand. This prompted a backlash online with trans advocates telling Rock it was time he transitioned to adult Rock by growing the fuck up. <laughs> Get it? Because wow, he's Kid Rock. so clever. Clever, clever, clever. Wow, they have funny jokes, these people. Yeah. I want to hear more. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. He's like all tatted up, right? Mm. I'm trying to remember what Kid Rock looks like. He looks like this. Like I'll just show you. I could search too. I got it. You got it? Yeah, because I don't have glasses to see from there. I oh my gosh, yeah. The rain has come. Yeah, I, I recognize him now. I was like trying to put a face to the name and now I definitely did it. Yeah, this explains a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, this is exactly who I would imagine drinking Bud Light. So that that is funny that you said that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the typical American America. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, I guess it, it it's expected. Like, there's gonna be people pissed off. Like, mm -hmm. uh, doesn't matter what it is. One yeah. one person, two millions will be pissed off. Yeah, and that's just how it be. You got anything, or do you want me to go? Um, I do have something. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Um, uh, I guess there's this one. Wait, let me see. Let me figure out. Calculating, calculating, <laughs> calculating. Okay, right here. Uh, mystery of the shipwreck that was uncovered under 9-11 ruins. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so the construction workers rebuilding the World Trade Center site in 2010 made an unexpected discovery of a wooden ship buried 22 feet under the rubble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply archaeologists say the ship was constructed in the 1770s the same era as the declaration of independence mm. researchers believe that the ship was deliberately sunk after 20 to 30 years of use over time it became the land upon which the twin towers stood that's, That's pretty, pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about that. I was just... I have something to say about that. Go ahead. I was just what, shocked. What if it ties into the whole, like, occultist idea that... Like, what if they deliberately made that decision to build the Empire State Building, you said? World Trade Center. To build the World Trade Center. Twin Towers. The, the Twin Towers on top of this ship that was dating back to our like founding fathers ages you know and stuff when slavery was prominent so mm. what if it was a slave ship and it's used as like a sacrificial token to guarantee the success of new york city and the economy of the u.s because new york is the main central hub for the u.s economy 
mm-hmm. you know, like that's where we establish ourselves as like an economic world powerhouse, essentially. It all boils down to New York City. And it also ties into the idea that the Statue of Liberty itself is supposed to represent Lucifer, which we've talked about in the past, you know? Yeah. Um, I just found, like, to me, I, I feel like there has to be a connection because nothing is coincidental, just like you're saying, you know? Mm. Um, but but the way that I was seeing it was that, uh, may, like, what? <laughs> I mean, this is far-fetched. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <coughs> because of the words that it was like deliberately sunk, like sunken into the ground or whatever use of that word you use there. Um, what if they, what if they got like a message from aliens or like someone of the future that was like this location? <coughs> I guys, I'm not smoking, I swear. That this location was like this event was going to happen in this location, like mm-hmm. the event of nine eleven. Yeah, and then, and then I don't know. Yeah, that could make sense, but it <laughs> does make sense. But it, it goes back make- to the idea of the Freemasons having, you know, like hundreds of years and like foresight in terms of like planning and their goals and ambitions with the United States of America. And then it goes back to the whole fact that the city of Washington, D.C. Um, is Washington, D.C. a city or a state? It's a state, right? It's a city? It's not a state. It's a city. Is yeah. What I'm asking. Okay. Is it a city? So don't make that face and make me feel stupid if you don't even know. It's like, uh, I what? hate when people do what that. What like, is it? What? And then they don't even know. It's, it's like, a city. Or is it? It's a state, I think. This the state a of Washington. State? No, Washington is like far, far left. Washington State. See, D.C. is is in Virginia or Maryland or something. Okay. Or, anyways, or, or both. Washington D.C.'s um, urban architecture and urban planning, the city planning, also has like a bunch of um, heavy Freemason symbolism contained within it which 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 we've discussed in length on one of our past video podcasts on youtube if you want to check it out but my point is that like the freemasons knew exactly what they were doing when they founded america and if you consider the fact that the illuminati quote-unquote was uh had groups of the rock the rothschild and groups of uh, very powerful individuals in europe who kind of came together to conspire to maybe like experiment on this one country mm. and create the this um experimental basically an experiment like i i think that the u.s is an experiment yeah that i don't think is going too well but if you really think about it like we are always on the world stage like every other country is like looking at us because i feel like we are the the experiment like yeah. like there's no other way for me to explain it other than that and and that is how other countries feel about us too because they're like oh in my country we don't have that you know yeah, like, like it's always that. it's always like the like gasps and the you know yeah like all, basically what you're saying but mm-hmm. yeah i could barely talk today guys i'm yeah. like jumbled yeah. i'm not on drugs um so my last thing because our dog has to go poop and he's been barking at the door the last thing that I'm just going to talk about, or do you have a good last thing to talk about? What's your last thing about? doesn't matter. Do you have a really good thing? Uh, yes or no? No, 
maybe not. Okay. So my <laughs> so my last thing is just um this this crazy phenomenon that's been happening in Brazil, which is where I'm from. Uh, viral clips from fake podcasts are so common that the trend has a name. So viral clips from fake podcasts where people bait others into getting angry or excited are so popular in Brazil that they have a name called fingindo or pretending podcast. The trend has spread to TikTok, showing how the filmed podcast interview has become a status symbol in the current content economy. Creators bypass the actual I like like the actual process of being on a podcast because there are too many similar ones, I guess, and make fake clips as no one really cares uh, what the actual shows are. So basically people turn on their cameras, get in front of a microphone, put some headphones on, do the whole Joe Rogan aesthetic, and then they pretend like they're talking to someone, but they're actually just babbling and just like saying all of this shit that they think is deep. You know, that's yeah. been regurgitated time and time again, multiple and infinite times. And then they post it because they want to signal to the world and signal to society that they are intellectually um, above and, yeah, their, their peers and shit, you know, which is not surprising because um, in Brazil, which I've lived in Brazil for over six years, um, absolutely everything becomes a status symbol mm. simple things that people here in the u.s take for granted for example if you have like a mercedes an entry-level mercedes entry-level bmw if you have like entry-level clothing like clothing that's not even like high high fashion but just high fashion it becomes a freaking status symbol everything becomes a status symbol yeah and so it's not surprising to me that uh, being on a podcast becomes an intellectual form of status yeah um be because uh what was i gonna say if you see like if a video ends up on your for you page and it has like uh x amount of views if it's like into the millions then you can just think that you're watching like a popular podcast that you never heard about you know yeah and i feel like i've seen that a lot and then a lot of the times these people don't even have a a podcast show yeah so it's just them doing it for tiktok or whatever and and then that's like that that's like the start and end of it right it's like it starts in tiktok and ends there exactly um but 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 exactly that like everyone looks at podcasts and i feel like that that could be said for people here too where it's like if you have a podcast and you end up on someone's uh for you page or explore page like people are automatically well not everybody because a lot of people would rather everyone not create a podcast you know yeah not not everybody should have a podcast by the way <laughs> yeah and i think that a lot of people even strongly believe that we shouldn't have a podcast but guess what we're gonna have a podcast for a long time yeah we are gonna have a podcast sorry guys yeah um but yeah to my point is that even even those people are susceptible to believing that they're like listening to something that's, you know, groundbreaking yeah. just because it's like someone wearing a headset and, and standing in front of a microphone or, you know, or sitting at a table across from someone. And I just had a genius idea well, that's going to solve a lot of our problems because because we've been having problems in terms of like consistency, in terms of like video content. And it's mainly because, like, for us to do our video content, Gabriella has to get ready. And, like, and we have to kind of, like, set the mood and, like, set the tone. And we have to feel prepared and stuff. 
But what I might do now moving forward with future episodes of these audio ones is I'm going to leave my camera on, but just mine. And then I'm going to record myself because I feel like there are a lot of highlighted points that can become their own TikTok and their own Instagram reel. And that way, every day, we're going to have a postable piece of content for those platforms. Hmm, interesting. But then, but then just me, because like a lot of the points that we like main points I've made by like really like reading, like kind of like digging deeper into these articles. Yeah. And so that way there's not that much pressure on Gabriella to like get ready and stuff. And, and it, it like, it'll still be a seamless process, except we'll have clips. Yeah. And then if anybody wants to hear the full podcast, they can go and listen to it. Right. Yeah. I think that that's what I'm going to do because that way every day we're going to have a clip. That's interesting. Yeah. For sure. So stay tuned for that starting tomorrow, actually. I'm, I'm already going to start it. Wow. Quick. Got to be efficient. Be- because this made me think about that. Because before, guys, like I would create a full TikTok video every single day. Like I was committed to growing our TikTok account. And every day I would create a TikTok video. Mm-hmm. And it would take me like an hour of research, um, prepare, like talk in front of the camera, kind of like remember everything and kind of relay that information and it worked for a long time and i feel like that consistency is what we're missing and by doing these episodes every day which we've been doing it's already half the battle you know yeah and now the next thing is just filming myself and then that's it Mm-hmm. yeah i mean maybe i'll maybe i'll already be ready and we can both film yeah um because i do want to get to a point where i just am ready to go yeah. no matter what um so that we can get stuff done because that would be cool too to have a podcast every day like a video podcast like we would grow our channel super fast yeah it, it, it would be like be crazy but you would edit it every day yeah because because for these daily ones i could just put us together oh okay yeah that that's cool for sure it's just like quick you know Mm-hmm. but yeah all right, guys. So uh, with that being said, we're going to go take our dog to poop. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to say one last thing that uh, speaking of poop, if you want to mask the smell of poop, you can buy Drake's uh, new candles. <laughs> Drake's Better World Fragrance House. It's called, I guess that's what it's called, yeah. um, is now available in retail stores. So Drake's Better World Fragrance House is kicking off its retail expansion with Harrods in the UK. I guess that's a store over there. Harrods, yeah. Her- no, Harrods. 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 No L in it. Yeah. Currently comprising candles in five fragrances from $48 to $80. So if you're willing to pay that much for a candle... The brand will bow online with an ensuing in-store rollout. This follows the fragrance brand's licensing agreement with Parlux, or Parlu, which distributes prestige fragrances. Better World is eyeing expansion in other markets, starting with North America. Interesting. Yeah, so it's in the UK. It'll definitely head over to like Canada. Uh, for sure, because it's Drake. Or if it, if it's not already in Canada, it'll be heading over to the U.S. U.S. So pretty crazy. One thing that I wish somebody out there, um, some computer engineer, someone way smarter than I am, uh, if it, one genius idea would be to create a tool 
an editing tool that allows people to just put in like raw footage and then get a produced like final product Mm. quickly you know because like that would change the whole game for us yeah and if i could like pay like a monthly subscription to that and just throw in our podcast clips and our audio (laughs) and have everything mastered mixed and edited and just ready to post on youtube then damn like that like that would be crazy someone out there help us do it man help us out also if you are interested in working with us um in terms of like editing and helping us out obviously on a paid like paid basis but uh, but like reasonably you know because like we're we're still growing and we're, we're trying to grow this as a business but if you believe in what we're doing and you are an editor please do email us at mentally gone podcast at gmail.com uh you just send us an email with a subject line i am an editor mm-hmm. and we'll start the conversation you know and then also include like some of your past works and stuff because a lot of people have reached out and said that they're an editor but they they don't give us like examples of what they've edited so how are we going to even know or trust that you're an actual editor you know yeah so yeah uh, that would help us tremendously yeah. though like having an editor um because we would be able to ironically put out more content my dream i swear to god my dream which i'm gonna be talking to a family friend slash potential investor soon um about figuring out that dream like my dream is to is is to literally just sit down record a shit ton of of content not worry about editing it knowing that someone else is going to take care of it sending it out and then just keep it moving and then receiving that finished product however long it takes posting it and that's creating a business you know yeah so i'm gonna figure that like figure out how to do that even if we spend a few thousand a month to like make this shit happen but it's investing in ourselves you know yeah i believe in us i believe in us all right so with that being said guys thank you so much for listening um tomorrow's wednesday we're going to be recording our video podcast tomorrow but i'm also going to be recording clips of this one and i'm going to be doing what i just said and experimenting and seeing what happens maybe it works maybe it doesn't but who knows uh but but we appreciate you nonetheless and stay woke quote unquote i I actually don't stay woke because i feel like stay woke because because i feel like woke culture has has really contaminated that term now so you can't say like i'm so woke like i'm woke or whatever because it's bullshit and it just means that you're like politically correct and you're one of those people who 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 you know stay woke uh childish gambino woke you know yeah. the song stay woke red bone right mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm creeping yeah all right i can't catch me saying that on a microphone joe rogan <laughs> yeah so as always don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace to the world peace to the world <laughs>